Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Well, here we are. Here we are, and it is uh, another year. And, and uh, I hope that you guys are as excited about 2022 as I am. I really am excited about it. I, I know that there's reason for like, man, Lord, what's going on in the year? Um, but I'll tell you this. I truly believe that in the midst of everything that's going on, that God is still in the midst. Amen? That God is still working. Amen? You may sometimes look at life and look at what's going on in the world and say, God, why would, why would these things happen? Why would you allow these things to happen? And sometimes I don't get it either. You know, I was listening to a, a, a preacher, uh, Dr. Tony Evans, yesterday t- sharing some of his New Year's message um, for, for 2022, and he shared the story of the disciples in the boat. And, and there was a natural disaster, kind of like COVID. It was a natural, crazy, like chaos. And where was Jesus. He was asleep in the boat. He was asleep in the boat. But guess what? He didn't forget. He knew what was going on, and he's the master of the wind and the waves. He's still in control. And all he has to do is, at his very word, say it, and and it's peace, be still. And if he's not ready to say peace, be still, in the midst of our chaos, in the midst of our storm or the boat that we're riding on, then maybe there's still something he's trying to do. Maybe there's still some attention he's trying to get of somebody's heart and somebody's life. And so I don't know how you're feeling today about 2022, but I'm believing that God is still God, that Jesus is still the master of the wind and the waves, and that he is in control of the things that are going on in the days ahead of us. Amen? Amen. Well, uh, I'm glad you guys are here today. This is Vision Sunday at Renew Church. So welcome to this. And if you're a visitor this morning, there's a connect card on your chair. We invite you to fill that out, drop it in a box or a, a, a bucket on your way out. Even stop by the, the, the next steps tent and, 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 and uh, get a gift from, from one of us and, and uh, find out more about the life of uh, Renew Church. Um, Vision Sunday for me is a special day. It's a day when we're able to kind of like ask God uh, some questions. It's, it's a day when we're able to kind of kind of step out and and look at life look at what's going on in our world and say god what is it that you're doing what's going on and 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 um maybe even get a picture of like what things are happening before they happen because once the year starts it's really hard to back out of it it's really hard to kind of like have you ever heard the saying you can't see the forest for the trees anybody ever heard that raise your hand if you've heard that four of you okay so, so the, saying is, the saying is you can't see the forest for the trees because you're like right in the middle of the trees so you don't even realize how big the forest is. But if you can back out or you can get like a 30,000 foot view, you're like, wow, look how big this picture is. Look how amazing this thing is and look what God is doing. And so that's what Vision Sunday is for me. It's kind of peering into the window of 22, 2022 before it even starts and saying, God, what have you done? And what are you doing? Where are you taking us? And, and looking back for a little bit, but then looking ahead a lot. Like, it, I use the analogy of uh, the, the car and, and you're driving. You have a, a windshield that's really, really big, you know, in front of you. 
and then you have this little thing. It's also part of your looking devices when you're driving. What is this thing that's right above you? Anybody know? It's a rear view mirror. So which one is bigger, the windshield or the rear view mirror? The windshield. Which one is for looking forward? Windshield. What's the rear view mirror for? Looking back. It's really intentionally a fraction of what the windshield is because, yes, you need to look back. If you're driving without a rear view mirror, that's very dangerous. But if you're driving without, like, any view of the outside, you're either in a drone or one of those self-driving cars or you need to get off the road, turn the car off, and, and, and stop. Like, you need a windshield. You, it's, it's desperate that you need a windshield to know where you're going. Amen? You've got to have that, to know where you're going, what you're doing. So we do this where we're kind of using the, wind, the rear view mirror to look back, but we only look back for just a little bit. It's a small fraction of what we're going to look at, but then we take the rest of this time to look ahead and say, God, what is it that you're doing in 2022? Amen? That, that doesn't even sound right, 2022. I, I don't, it's almost like it, I'm saying 2022, right? And I don't want to say 2022. I don't want to repeat 2020 again. But anyhow, um, so let me just look back for a minute. Let's look back at 2021 and say, uh, look what the Lord has done. In the last 12 months, and you guys need to get excited about this. you got to come to life a little bit and, uh, you know, elbow the person next to you. If you're sitting next to somebody, help them come to life, wake them up. But these are some things that we're celebrating that you are a part of that God has done. In 2021, we saw 92 people over the course of ministry at Renew Church make a decision for Christ. Isn't that good? Woo. In 2021, we saw uh, 11 people take that step of baptism, which is dying to their old self and being raised to new life in Christ. In 2000, yeah, you can still keep clapping. It's all good. In 2021, we saw a 58% growth from 2020, December of 2020 to December of 2021. We saw a 58% growth at Renew Church. Isn't that unbelievable? It's unheard of. It's literally unheard of. I mean, that does not happen, especially in COVID, but God is doing that. And in 2021, we've given over $14,000 to international missions, to missionaries that are spreading the gospel all around the world. And, and we, as a local church, have given thousands more to local missions and local outreaches and, and doing our own outreaches in and around our community. Not, like, for example, Christmas weekend, the, the weekend that we had the journey on the Christmas Express. How many of you were here for that? How many of you were, were here? 402 people were here over those three services on that weekend. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Praise God. Um, God has been using Renew Church in some real and tangible ways, and we're just, we're excited about the things that God has done. I mean, there's a, a kid's wing over here that has been completely remodeled. There's been several other construction projects that have gotten finished in the year uh, behind, I mean, the year uh, in review, but uh, we are Man, we're just excited. We're excited about those things that God has done, but we're also now going to look ahead because it is Vision Sunday. We don't want to spend a ton of time looking back, but we want to say, God, what are you going to do in the year ahead? And so this word that comes to my mind is based on a verse that I preached on and, and I touched on a couple of weeks ago, but it's still setting with me. It's still kind of like something that I'm, I'm just has been resonating in my heart and I want to share it with you. Um, it's based on this verse in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. Let's pull that up if you have that. 
Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Stop right there. I'm, I'm, we, don't, I, we could go on to verse 17, but I would just want to stop right there and I want to look at these two verses, verse 15 and 16. Here's what a lot of times people catch when they see this. They see, be careful how you live, not as unwise but as wise. I think it's this mic right here. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Here's what a lot of times people get from these two verses. They get the fact that you've got to be careful how you live, be wise with how you live, because the days are evil. And everybody agrees with that. It's not good to be a fool, and the days are evil. There's a lot of evil in the world. All you have to do is turn the TV on, and you would see that. But I don't want you to miss the meat in the middle. I don't want you to miss that very first, that, 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 that thing that, that, it's not the first thing, but it's the thing that I think that sometimes we overlook, and it's the, right in between those two statements is, Making the most of every opportunity. Making the most of every opportunity. That's called in the Greek, that, that those words that the Apostle Paul is using is kairos. Kairos. When he says to make the most of every opportunity, the word that is there in the Greek is kairos. Which is this perfect, delicate, crucial moment. I think we have a definition. The perfect, delicate, crucial moment, the fleeting rightness of time and place that creates the opportune atmosphere for actions words or movement in other words it's like it's fleeting it's it's like it's it's a crucial moment and it you it's like you either act now or it's gone right like you have to do it you have to do it now or you lose that opportunity and when you have the kairos moment it creates this opportune atmosphere for action for words or for movement I'm going to give you an example of a Kairos moment that I didn't know I was going to have when we walked in this morning. We walked in this morning at 8 a.m., and uh, there was a team of people here, but nobody here to open up the church. And I get a text message or a phone call, and it's like, hey, nobody's here. Can, can uh, you help us get in? And, and I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, where's our team leads? Where's our directors? Where are these people? And, and literally, it's 8-12. People have been here since 8. Praise be to God. Let's give our teams a round of applause for getting here at 8 a.m. Isn't that awesome? But there are people here at 8 a.m., but no one here to let them in. And so I get here, and I'm all frustrated because I'm like, I rush over because I'm not supposed to be here at that time. But I rush over, and I'm like, where's so-and-so? Where's this person? What's going on? And I get kind of a little bit, like, flustered with that, the situation at hand. And um, I, I'm thinking to myself, and I reach out to our leaders, and I, I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? How's this happening? But I find out. That our worship leader, Steph, is at the ER this morning. She's, she's waiting to see a doctor right here and right now. And, and God's like, oh, I mean, I, I get this conviction on me. I'm like, Lord, forgive me for, for being so upset. And help me to be more patient and more grace-filled and understanding of what's going on in the, in the circumstances of the situation. But I had no idea. But how is that a Kairos moment? Here's how it's a Kairos moment. Because my friend Patty and, and Limber, they stepped in this morning to lead worship and and uh, they, they led, I didn't even know they were leading worship this morning. And, and um, when we were singing these songs in the, in the services, I'm like, is that Patty, like, leading worship like that? I mean, that was, was that not powerful, how worship was this morning? Come on, let's give her a round of applause. And, and for over, like, I don't know how many months, six months or a year, I don't know how long you've been 
in the worship team with us, but for all this time, like I've, I've always just seen Patty over here on the side just kind of quietly back up singing. You know what I'm saying? And she's been this, you know, singer that's kind of doing a little bit, but all of a sudden it's this fleeting opportune moment. It's a Kairos moment where it's like, God, look what you've done. Look how you've raised up a, an opportunity, even in spite of the fact that our worship leaders in the emergency room, in spite of the circumstances that are at hand, God is still using these moments. Amen? So we, we just say, God, thank you for the things that you do. And maybe you don't always understand it. Maybe you don't always see the full picture of God, what is going on in these days in front of us. But can we just trust God and say, I'm going to make the most of every opportunity. And that opportunity might be job related. It might be relationship related. It might be financially related, whatever it is. But we have to say, God, what are the Kairos moments in our lives? What are those perfect, delicate, crucial moments, the fleeting rightness of time and place that create the opportune atmosphere for action, words, or movement? God, what is it that you're going to do? So today, I'm sharing that with you to then open up, you know, a picture of some other things that's going to take place in 2022, things that we're believing for and praying for and preparing for kairos moments that we're saying god look what you've done two of the people that i'm going to invite with me on stage in a minute i've known for less than a year maybe kind of known but not really known now i, I know them one of them i've known for over a decade but two of them I, I haven't known and these are kairos moments that god has has created that that are are part of like now creating what the future of renew is is going to be and these were these weren't even in existence a year ago. These weren't even a thought a year ago. But I'm telling you that to say maybe there's some Kairos moments in your life. And maybe you just feel like, Lord, this, this is just another year. It's just another COVID year. It's going to be another, you know, horrible year. And, and everything's going to be bad because we're on the first Sunday of the year and this is where we're at again. Or you can say, God, look what you've done. Look how you're raising up people. Look how you're making a difference. Look how you're, 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 you're uh, creating things, opportunities in that perfect, delicate moment, that, that you know, uh, time, that rightness of time and place. So, this morning, Vision Sunday. I'll, uh, I'll get to some more text in a little bit, but before I do that, I want to invite uh, my friend Rebecca uh, to join me on the stage this morning. Can you guys give a round of applause to my friend Rebecca? So this is uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, how are you today? I'm doing well. Can you hear me there? It's on. Can you guys hear me there? Better. Awesome. I'm doing well, Pastor. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. Doing really good. So Rebecca, tell us um, just a little bit about yourself. All right. So now that I know I have a little more time, my name again is Rebecca. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, saved by grace. I have been almost a year now, I think, at Renew, part of Renew. I have two beautiful children. They're two boys, men now, 23 yeah. and 25 years old, and I love the Lord. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So, and, and uh, Rebecca, you are a part of a ministry that, that uh, it's just not a random thing that I'm having you on stage versus everything. And, and let me say this, like, here's, here's what uh, um, could be done. What could have been done is um, we could have invited, like, 20 different 
ministry areas and ministry leaders up to talk. But these were kind of some key things that are coming up in the year ahead, things that I wanted you to see beyond what we're doing in youth ministry and kids ministry and connections ministry and, and missions and all the other things that we do. These are some things that I think are kind of like developing the DNA of Renew Church. And I'm super excited about what, tell us what that ministry is that you're a part of that has changed your life and, and we believe could be a huge impact on Renew. Yes, well, that ministry is Celebrate Recovery. And I just have a few notes here uh, briefly that I have shared before when we started here back in September. But Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step Christ-centered program. And one thing that it's not, I always like to say, it's not just for drugs, alcohol, or addiction issues. It is for all areas of hurts, habits, or hang-ups of life. And so it started back in 1991 at Saddleback Church in California. At that time, their church was meeting in a high school gym, which I think it's cool because that's how Renew started. Yeah. Uh, John Baker wrote to Pastor Rick Warren the now famous 13-page single-spaced letter during uh, outlining the vision of what God had given him for Celebrate Recovery. And after reading John's letter, Pastor Rick said, great, now go do it. Amen. So um, it is now in over 35,000 churches around the world in many different languages, and that number continues to grow. And I am proud and, and honored that we are part of that movement that's bringing the healing power of Jesus Christ to the hurt, the broken, through Celebrate Recovery at Renew Church. And so in addition to so many churches, Celebrate Recovery is now growing in recovery houses, rescue missions, universities, and prisons worldwide. It's uh, part of something much larger, larger than just at the churches, and we are part of that God movement. So Amen. I'm excited. Amen. Amen. So how did you personally, so that's the story of and the definition of and uh, a brief description of it, but tell us personally, as much as you want or as little as you want, what, why celebrate recovery? Right. So um, before six years ago, I had no idea even what Celebrate Recovery was and quite honestly never had any issues with substance abuse or even a 12-step. Maybe I seen it at a movie here and there, but nothing personal. And so um, I grew up in the church. My grandparents were in ministry. My parents were not. And so my sister Roxy and I who I mentioned last service, but Roxy and Mike are also leading uh, leaders here of the Celebrate Recovery Program at Renew. Um, Roxy, from a very young age, believed, and um, she prayed for me because I was more of the prodigal. Even though I grew up in church, I just couldn't understand it because I didn't know God until the age, about 13 years ago, of 36 and a half years old, where I had the encounter. And even then, I went another six years saved, uh, my spirit man came alive, which I didn't even know we had that part of us. Um, and after long years of my sister and Roxy praying for us, we grew up in what we call separation of state and religion because at home it was a worldly home. And then on Sundays we managed to be at church with grandma. So after that encounter six years ago, I went to an event where there were about a thousand people at another local church. And the Celebrate Recovery leader from there sat next to me, random. Talk about the mm, Kairos moment, yes, right? And so she handed me a card and you know, I was emotional about what was happening there and, and I was saved already, 
But Celebrate Recovery is the tool and the ministry that God used to heal my soul in so many different areas. Our soul, one of my uh, Bible college uh, teachers, professors said, she always taught, it's like a filing cabinet. You know, we go through life and we have all these little drawers in our souls. And in the resource table, there's um, a list of character flaws, defects, um, drawers, put your name on it. You know, it could be divorce, it could be a bad childhood, it could be addiction, it could be anything. And that list will help you uh, maybe identify, you know, with our family, it was even just perfectionism, you know. Um, my grandparents being in ministry, my father being an entrepreneur, being in politics here locally in the 1980s, we just had to be perfect, we had to be right, we had to do, you know, I have a great family and, and it's a, it was a great upbringing, but even like, I'll just share this that I didn't share, I had a little forgiveness to do with my dad, who my dad is the best father on earth humanly possible, he still makes me coffee every morning and mm. brings it to me. Awesome. Yeah, and um, when I realized, Pastor, that we are nothing without Jesus Christ, and when my spirit person was born, and when I started doing all of these steps, and God started showing me those areas and those drawers, I had to forgive the perfect father, because I was almost angry at him that he didn't teach me God. Mm. Wow. So, I don't know why I said that, but I mean... We think daddy issues and we think, you know, our dad was absent or maybe there was another type of issue. But even my perfect father, because a lot of people know the character of my dad, um, when I realized that he didn't show me to have a problem and run to God, he didn't show me God. He didn't show me a relationship with the one that fixed every drawer of my life. And, you know, CR is... Uh, the tool, the ministry that God used with me, it trickled down to my family, my brother-in-law, who's the, you know, it's women with women and men with men. Mike runs the men's side here at Renew. And um, it's just an amazing uh, tool that God uses. It's, it meets once a week. You have, we commit to so many things, right? We commit to everything, especially now with our New Year's resolutions. But Imagine committing to the problem fixer of all the drawers that we have. And one night a week for a couple of hours, the program um, entails uh, four books, um, you know, where the way those steps come together and those questions with the biblical comparison, it's life changing, transforming, and that's why the numbers of people in churches and ministries and prisons and you know, the same ministry that's taught in church is offered in prison. And un unfortunately, we live in a world where we think when you're going to ch ch church, you're perfect and only the people in prison need it. And that's just what CR does. It humbles you to yeah. recognize that we all need Jesus. It doesn't matter where we're from, where we're from, or how we live our lives. That's good. That's good. And I, and I don't think it's a coincidence, you know, that... Uh, you and, and Mike and Roxy reached out to me at just the right time, uh, you know, when, when I lost the, uh, you know, probably or was the most important man in my life, my father, uh, at that moment that CR was starting. And again, like she said, CR is not just for drug and alcohol addiction. It's for 
uh, hurts, habits, hang-ups. And so one of the things, and there's anonymity, so you don't have to share this, and other people won't know this uh, unless you openly share it, but I, I'm openly sharing that one of my uh, hang-ups is, uh, you know, the, I'm celebrating recovery from grief from the loss of my dad. And, and so this CR ministry is, is helping me. They're walking with me and guiding me in this. And so this is happening how can they get involved? What does it look like? Um, you know, what is what is the, the next steps for somebody that wants to know more about CR? Yeah, so a good thing Pastor mentioned that uh, is anonymity and confidentiality. What he means by that? A lot of the leaders and people that have been years through the program, if you hear my story and you want to say, the crazy girl Rebecca from church runs CR and share my story if you've heard it, you can. But it just, it meets once a week. We have been meeting for a few months. We're going to start the first 12-step group that actually closes in to a group of people. So if 10 people start, women with women, men with men, the group stays there. And it becomes a very safe zone. Um, that zone of um, accountability and unity and anonymity and confidentiality, it's a beautiful thing. One year later, look how much has happened in one year yeah. with that Kairos moment. It becomes a sisterly and a brotherly bond that it's just inexplicable what happens in that room. So we meet every Tuesday night. We will continue to have open share. Open shares if you want to visit sometimes, but you don't want to commit to the 12 steps. But we will be starting the 12 steps now this month in January. That's so awesome. I encourage you all to grab a list. We have um, on the resource table out there, we have a um, list of what your hurt, habit, or hang-up could look like. And you can check a few of those off and come visit us on Tuesdays. Awesome. And that's at the next steps table. At the next step table, yes. Okay, awesome, awesome. So definitely it's been something that, that God has used and uh, I believe God will continue to use at Renew Church to help uh, so many people like me that are, are dealing with uh, whether it's a, 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 an addiction or just a, a personal struggle. They call it hurts, habits, or hangups. Whatever that is for you. It's a great and safe place to come and gather. So this is that Kairos moment for, for, for you maybe to say, you know what, I was here, I was at Renew, and I need that. I need, uh, I need that in my own life. And yeah. I hope and I pray that you guys will, will uh, take advantage of that at Renew Church. Amen. Awesome. Thank you again, Pastor, Thank for your you. support. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm going to invite uh, Javier Morijon to come up. Javier, let's give Javier a round of applause today. What's up, brother? Have a seat, man. So, uh, Javier, you kind of know the drill a little bit. Tell us who you are, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Javier Morejon. I have uh, four daughters, a grandson. I just became a grandfather in 2021. Nice. Uh, I've got my beautiful wife, Christy, and uh, I, own, I own an airboat company. Okay, you own an airboat company. Yeah, I own an airboat so, company. So if somebody wants to go on a ride on an airboat, they know how to, how do they find you? Well, they can just Google uh, airboat tours and we pop up, airboat and have a great. <laughs> it's right, it's, I've done it and I've ridden on it. It's really, really fun. And it's like the first, uh, if you type in airboat right now, you'll see airboat and Everglades. And uh, that's, that's Javier and his team. Um, so Javier, tell us a little bit about like what's going on in your life, why? Why are you up here? What, why, okay. why did I invite you on the stage? Tell everybody. Perfect. Well, in 2006, um, I was delivered from crack and cocaine by Jesus Christ. And um, I went to a, a Christian rehab called the uh, Home of the Nazarene in Opalaka. 
Uh, the pastor then was uh, Mel Santa Esteban. And uh, God's been working on my life ever since. I, uh, I failed when I left the program. The day I left, I failed. Uh, I went back to crack. Uh, but God had bigger plans for me. And uh, I ended up in prison in solitary confinement because I used to be a correctional officer. I couldn't be in the regular, uh, the regular area with the rest of the inmates. So God had two years to, to beat me up a little bit because I was hard-headed. I didn't get it in one year. I guess he figured I'd get it in two. Once I was released from prison, God's just done fabulous things in my life and uh, put me in a position where I wouldn't have been able to do it by myself. There's no way. I, I wasn't able to do it before I met Jesus, but once I met him, he just lined up things perfectly. Uh, in September, I went to Winn-Dixie, and I was, as I'm coming out, a young girl comes up and says, hey, can we pray for you? And I said, sure. Um, and then when I looked, I had like five or six people around me were praying. And uh, when I get ready to walk away, the girl says, I got to say something to you. I see you, uh, you're going to be leading a group of men. And I'm thinking, yeah, I got an airboat company. I'm going to have a couple more airboat captains or something like that. It wasn't that at all. Um, in October, a friend of mine, uh, Greg, calls me and says, hey, I want you to get together with me and some guys. We're going to meet. We're going to talk a little bit. And, uh, and we did, and it just so happens it was some guys from the Hope Center, you were there, and uh, this guy decided to donate his house and seven acres to the Hope Center. Then in, uh, in October, we went to Oklahoma and visited a couple of the Hope Centers to see how they, how they do their thing. Then in November, I flew out to Tennessee, same thing, to check out the Hope Centers, meet some of the directors. And uh, now in January, so it's been like month, 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 every, every month something new. Um, mind you, I got an airboat company, but I had to put that on hold, and whatever God has in store is what we're going to take care of. So in January, I'm going to Hawaii to meet with the, the directors. They've got a conference and a meeting and some planning. And uh, I'm going to be the director of the Hope Center here in Miami. Wow. That's amazing. So, so all of these are, are uh, Kairos moments. These yes. are just these things that have come together from, from the young lady at Winn-Dixie yeah. to uh, you meeting in a small group of, of uh, people that Pastor Deke's launch team for the Renew Redland campus to uh, one of the guys in Deke's group saying, hey, I want you to meet some people about Hope Center. And even backing up to when you were uh, in a recovery ministry, very similar to Hope Center, because that's what the home of the Nazarene was, right? It was a 12-month a, a drug and alcohol addiction program. Yes, right? yes, very similar. You live there. Um, everything you do there is, is uh, around Jesus Christ. We would wake up in the mornings. We would have devotionals. We would eat. We would pray. We would go to work. We'd come back. The devotionals, pray. So it was Jesus Christ 24 hours. And then um, that's what the Hope Center is. So we're going to be opening up one here in Miami. And uh, the guys from the Hope Center will be coming here to this church. Their families will be coming here to this church. My family was brought to Christ through the home of the Nazarene because we were Catholic before that. So we, we would do things on Sundays, but it wasn't the in-depth knowledge that, that we've gotten with, with Christ. Uh, so, yeah, big things are happening. That's awesome. That's awesome. Excellent, man. Praise be to God. So, so that's why 
you're, um, you're the Hope Center director. That's why this thing is all coming together because you have this experience. You're a, a success story of somebody that has been rehabilitated from cocaine and is now like a, uh, not only a contributing member of society, but a, a, a follower of Christ, devoted follower of Jesus and um, a successful businessman, all of these things that you've done. And now, like, what's going to happen? Like, you're, you're the Hope Center director. What's going to happen with your business and everything else? How's that? Well, whatever happens with Airboat and Everglades happens. It's not, it's not a priority anymore. I think God put that in my life just for this purpose. You know, make me financially able. If I were to say no to God now, I can't even imagine what I would go through. Wow. Wow. That's awesome, man. Praise be to God. Can we give God praise for that? How can, how can Javier, how can people be involved? How can we be involved? What should we be looking forward to? What's, what's coming up? Well, we're going to have a lot of the guys, uh, all the guys are going to be participating in this church. Um, their families are going to be coming to this church. Uh, we're going to need a lot of prayer. We're going to need some counselors, some, um, some really good backup and some support for the Hope Center and the guys that are going through it. The Hope Center reaches out to people in prison, people that are having family problems, um, to addicts uh, in the street, um, to bring them to Jesus so they can leave all that other stuff behind, come to Christ. Amen. And I, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about that because I could just see a, a room full, a, a church full of Javier Mordejones that, that are gonna grow out of this ministry partnered with Renew Church that are going to become, uh, you know, again, life change uh, agents, agents of life change that are going to start like not only, you know, business people or, or, or uh, you know, good citizens, but like Christ followers, devoted, fully devoted followers of Christ. Amen. Super excited, man. Can we give Javier a round of applause, man? Thank you so much. Last person that we're going to invite up here, and uh, time is flying on us, man. It is already 1130, uh, so they, these other two took more time. You get less time today, but uh, I'll give you some time. This is Pastor Deke. So, so as I mentioned before, um, Rebecca and Javier are people that I've only known for a short time, less than a year. Um, but Pastor Deke I've known for over a decade. Uh, we've done ministry together for, for quite a while. And um, just super excited um, about what's happening. So, Deke, tell us a little bit about what's happening uh, in your life. Okay, well, well, last service, I, I, I spent a lot of time in the rearview mirror. So this, this service, uh, time not for permitting. So we're going to just talk about the here, the now, and 2022. So, um, yeah, God, God a few years ago called me to uh, uh, bring hope, bring the hope of Jesus to the Redland area, and so um, I've been obedient in that, and so uh, it wasn't just something God said, hey, go do this, and uh, um, God said, do this, and I'll make a way, right? This, this morning, I had a scripture that said God doesn't just go before us, but he also brings up our back, so God's got our front and our back, and once you, once you come to this place to accept that and understand that, man, there, anything is possible through God. Anything. Amen. And so when he called me to plant a church out in the Redlands, I just said, okay, he's going to make a way. And um, um, 
I think, I think we're at this stage now, right? I, you've heard me say this. Uh, we went to a pastor summit, and I heard this pastor say it, and it would just, it resonated with me so heavily because it was like, yeah. And he says, what do you do when God asks you to do something? And he goes, if you're smart, you'll say yes. And then you'll tell the world about it, and then you'll figure it out and do it, right? And so I've been saying that because when he said that, I was like, you know, God asked me to plant a church, and I said yes. And then before I even knew how it was possible or anything, I, I told the world about it. I said, I'm planting a church out in the Redlands. Uh, even when I was attending a church called Redland Church, I said, I'm planting a church out in the Redlands. And so, so God asked me to do something. I said yes, and then I told the world about it. And uh, so God figured it out, and now we're doing it, right? And so, um, you know, the, we've, we've talked about seven churches for a long time. God put seven churches on our hearts. God, God's going to blow Renew Church up to seven churches. We know that. It's just, we're, we, you know, we're just, we're, we're being uh, good stewards in what he gives us, and it's in his time. And so we're just doing what he says in obedience. And so you can't have Renew number three without Renew number two. So that's where we're at, Right. And so next Saturday we're having this 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 outreach. We're gonna we're gonna bring in this this kuna ice, whatever it's called, what's it, kona ice, and uh, a, 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 um, uh, a taco truck, and we're gonna have the hayride, and we're doing all these things to to just bring uh, what we're doing and what we do here to the Redlands, and um, I'm I'm excited for that, man, and 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 we're building a launch team. We need 45 to launch. We've got 30. And uh, it's growing. Uh, we just added somebody earlier today. So um, now we're, we've got two months. We're launching in February 27th. So February 27th, 2022, location number two out in the Redlands, Renew Church. And I'm so excited. I love the culture of Renew Church. I love the celebratory aspect of who God is, right? And uh, I love the fact, right, because... Uh, I, I've been worldly, I've been broken, I've been addicted, I've been all these things, and I know where Jesus brought me from, right? Uh, I remember where I was, and I know where I'm at, and the only thing in between was Jesus, right? We heard that in The Chosen, right? And so, how can we not? It would be sinful if we don't bring the hope, right? It would be sinful if we came in this one building every week and just loved on each other and communicated and let the world just die outside. That would be sinful. That's not God's plan, right? And so, yeah, the people we're going to deal with, they're, they're rough. They may, be, they may be ugly on the outside, but Jesus sees the heart, right? They may be broken, tattooed, and scary, but our God's bigger than all that, right? So uh, that's, that's where we're at. We're planting location number two, God is good, um, you know, originally when, when Trevor and I, we met, uh, you know, I thought we were going to do ministry together side by side, you know, but God has bigger plans, right? And, and we have, what an amazing pastor we have, what an amazing visionary, what an amazing leader we have, right? And so all of this, I mean, the fact of, uh, of um, I forget your name, <laughs> you know, I do that. And, and I usually have somebody, I've known Javier for years now, and, and I mean, I love him. He's my brother. And, but, you know, 
that's like, uh, now I understand where Moses, you know, told God, man, I don't speak very good. You know, you won't send me? So, like, I'm, me and Moses are like blood brothers from way back. It's like, I don't speak very good, God. You sure you want to use me? But, uh, you know, but God uses who he uses and for his purpose and his glory. Amen. Yeah. How, how can we get involved? What, what can we do? This is a Kairos moment. This is Maybe it's for somebody in this room to step up or step in or get involved. Yeah, how can we you know, the, first and foremost, um, man, prayer, right? Because, uh, um, and, and the, the scripture verse on it is, is one we're all familiar, for our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces, right? Satan doesn't want us to plant church number two. Heck, Satan doesn't want church number one. And he definitely doesn't want two or three or four of, of, of what we're doing here for the sake of Jesus Christ. So he doesn't want that. And one of the most powerful weapons that he's given us, one of the most powerful tools, one of the most powerful relational things we can have with our Heavenly Father is, is prayer. And so I would ask you, I mean, really, what could you do? What's the most important thing? I would put it above money. I would put it above facilities. I would put it above everything, right? The first mode of action in anything we do for our Heavenly Father should be prayer. So, And so what I would ask you to do is if there's a blue card around you, I'd ask you to put your name on it. First of all, put your name on it because I want to pray for you as well, right? And then, and then I'd ask you to pray and fast and commit to a certain amount of days, one, two, 40, 50, it doesn't matter. Whatever God puts on your heart, we are going into 21 days of prayer and fasting, which pastors are going to talk about that. And you know, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been praying and fasting one meal a day since November 1st for Renew Redland. And I can't tell you how powerful it is for me. Uh, the world is busy, right? We're in this place where it costs a lot of money to live in Miami. You know, we got to work countless hours. We've got kids with sports. We've got these things. And it's very easy, right, to put God on the back shelf. But when you intentionally pray and fast, I tell you what, it's not just during the fast time. Uh, I, I'm a big breakfast eater, and I typically am fasting breakfast because I want it to sting a little. I want to be intentional in, in, in remembering uh, where, where my nourishment comes from, and that's my Heavenly Father, right? It's, but I've noticed now that anytime there's a hiccup in life, now I'm running to Him. I wake up in the morning, I mean, I wake up in the morning, first thing I do is say, good morning, Jesus. Amen. He's there. He's a part of what I'm doing, and I have to contribute it to, to fasting. If you've never fasted, it's an incredible thing. It really is. In the Bible, you know, some of the, some of the disciples couldn't cast out demons. And, he, and, he, and, and Jesus said, it's because you got to fast. Yeah. There's power in that. And, it, and basically what Jesus is saying is, 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 is you got to glean your power from, from me, right? That's right. you got to fast. you got to be intentional. you got to focus on the one who has the power. Amen. God's word says there was people who cast out demons in his name. And Jesus says, I didn't even know you. You want to talk about power in a name? He cast out demons just using God, Jesus' name. 
Jesus said he didn't. Pastor Deke, I got to cut you off, brother. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Let's start. Uh, how, how many of y'all are as excited as Pastor Deke is about what God's doing? This, this is a Kairos moment. This is another Kairos moment where we're just saying, okay, God, um, we're here. We're available. God, use us. Use this team of people that, that are are coming to be a part of it. The Cerise family, you guys met Suzanne, who directed our Christmas program the last two years. She is uh, coming on board with Renew to be their worship leader at the Redland campus. And yeah, some awesome, awesome things. Praise be to God. Um, but uh, this might be that Kairos moment for you. We're, we're believing in faith. I was talking to somebody this week. They were like, yeah, but he doesn't even have us 45. You can't start telling people we're launching on February 27th. I said, that's what we're doing. We're believing in faith. We're like casting vision for something that hasn't happened yet. But if you don't have your 45, how many times have I told you? About a thousand times, right? If you don't have your 45, we're not launching. Thousand and one. <laughs> so, so, but he has to, that's, that's the model that, that we planted our church with when we planted out here at Norma back three years ago. And, and uh, he has to do it. He has to make it happen. So you need to pray. You need to fast. You need to be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Maybe God's calling you to help go with him. And we in an open-handed ministry we say like we will send you if you're supposed to leave this campus to go help the renew campus at redland church uh in, in the redland then then let's do that whatever it takes but uh commit to that you guys have one of these cards make sure you fill it out drop it in a bucket a box or give it personally to pastor deke um there and uh let's give deke one more round of applause thank you brother Patty, come on up for a minute, and uh, man, let me just let me just say this: um, you're you're going to on your way out. We created these little um, 21 days of prayer and fasting guides, and so we start the new year in prayer and fasting, and uh, we're asking God to be with us, to bless us, to guide us, to help us. So, so what does prayer and fasting look like? Maybe if you've never fasted before, it maybe it's a meal a day, maybe it's a uh, a couple of meals a day maybe it's a certain type of food maybe it's a digital fast whatever it is for me personally it's a meal a day that i'm committed to god starting today january 2nd through the 22nd just every day giving up something and, and praying to god there's a prayer guide that we have and this uh, gives you some direction on that and how to do it um, and then also we're leading in this we're we're going to have on the in the every weekday we'll we'll be on uh facebook uh, dot com forward slash renew Miami. That's our, our Facebook page. We'll be on Facebook live at 6.30 a.m. So you can watch live with us or you can watch it later on um, where you can see the, the devotional thought as different leaders uh, every day lead the devotions Monday through Friday and then on the weekends we'll have um, a couple of leaders helping us do some Facebook and Instagram stories through that. But we want you to interact with us. We want you to pray and fast with us. Not just with us, but with God. We want you to partner with God with what in what he is doing. Amen? Fasting is a, a, a spiritual, it's a physical denial to have a spiritual gain. Right? right? Like so, so I'm saying um, I'm, I'm denying myself physically so that I can gain something spiritually. So that I can be closer to God uh, in, in this way and saying, God, I don't need the food that I normally would depend on. I need you. I need more of you in this year. And I don't know about you, but I, I need more of God in this year. I need more of God in 2022 
for all the things that are, are coming, all the things that are to come. We're excited. We're excited about the things God has done and what he's doing. There's so much more that I could have shared at Vision Sunday. I could have talked about, um, and, and, and I will just really quick, we're, we're out of time, but just really quick, we're believing that we're going to see 200 decisions for Christ in 2022. We, we believe that we're going to uh, see our church grow. We've had 58% growth in 21. We're believing for 58% growth in 22. We're believing that we'll, we'll go from where we are to uh, over 200 people meeting here um, every single week. Uh, we're believing for this new church and the Hope Center, and, and we're believing for a, a Spanish ministry to, to be birthed. We don't have a Spanish ministry, and, and I've told our leaders, I said, we need it, but we're not just going to create translation. We're not just going to half serve a, a, a population of people. Either we're going to do it all or we're going to do nothing. So we're, we're trying to figure that out, what that looks like and how we can create a ministry to, to include discipling, and evangelizing, and ministering to, to people that do not speak English. All of these things are coming in the next year. And I don't know what God's doing in you, but I just pray that you would just say, God, use me. Use me. If you're following along in your worship guide, there's all kinds of things here. Um, Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 is the key verse for those fill in the blanks. It's be strong and courageous. That's what... God told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. Why, why was he going to need to be strong and courageous for? Because God said, I'm giving you the promised land. But you're going to need to have strength and courage to go get it. You're still going to face, you're going to face 31 kings. You're going to face 31 opponents that are saying, over my dead body, you're not getting this land. God said it's your land, but the, the kings, all of these different ites, Amorites, and Edomites, and Hermites and everyone else, they were like, no, you're not having this land. But God said, it's yours. Be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God, he will be with you wherever you go. Amen? Can you believe that today? Can you accept that today? And, and this is Vision Sunday. I, I won't belabor this, but here's the visions. There's those four lines filling in the blanks. You can either have no vision, wrong vision, vague vision, or God's vision do not have no vision do not have the wrong vision do not follow the wrong person that's telling you this is what we need to do and you follow them because they do it do not have a vague vision get focused in this prayer and fasting period say God guide me give me focus really what you need is God give me your vision what is your vision for my life what do you want to do in me and through me I'm praying that for me for my wife for my two girls for this ministry what God's going to do in the year 2022. Amen? Will you pray with me? Bow your heads and close your eyes with me and let's, let's just pray together. Lord, we're, we're humbly coming before you today asking you to have your will and your way in our lives. Help us. Maybe for someone in the room today, they, they need to just start the year fully surrendered to you. If that's you today, your heads bowed and your eyes closed, if you would say, Pastor, I need, to, I need to recommit my life or make a new decision to follow Jesus, if that's you today, God's speaking to you, the very first step is just to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If that's you today, because you know that there's sin in your life and you want him to forgive you and to make it right, it's not something you do, it's not because of the good you do, it's because of what God has already done through his son Jesus. If that's you today, would you just lift your hand and say, Pastor, pray for me, today I'm accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Praise God. Let's give God praise for this man that's raising his hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? 
Is there anyone else that would say, that's me, that's me? So it's a prayer that goes like this. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Here and now, I choose to follow you. God, in 2022 and beyond, God, help me as I lead my family, my friends, my, my own life, whatever it is that you want to do in me. Thank you for being my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for all that you do and all that you're going to do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you made a decision today, make sure you stop by the Next Steps tent. Make sure you connect with a leader today. Talk to me or someone else. Let's make this the very beginning of a brand new start. It's a spiritual birthday. We're going to sing a song of worship, and then we're going to close out. Let's sing together. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace.
ready for 2022, man. Like, Woo! come on, man. We're done with 21. All that stuff's behind us. God is doing a new thing, man. It's going to be a great year. You may be seated. Sorry about that. Working on your fitness this morning. But welcome to Renew Church, guys. My name is Pastor Mikey. Man, what an awesome service, man. I'm ready to sell my house and go to the Redlands, man. I mean, brother came to preach this morning, man. You can tell he's chomping at the bits, man. Proud of you, though. I love you, brother. You're going to do an amazing thing, man, for sure, through God. Uh, man, just some things that I want to mention to you guys, some things we got coming up. Um, if you're a new guest here at Renew Church or, or, I mean, guys, we had like 400 people here on Christmas, so you guys played a part in that. You guys invited your friends, your family, you got them here. Man, bring them back next Sunday. We're going to have guest meal. It's a free meal. We're just hanging out, going to have a barbecue. It's going to be a really fun time. Just kind of, you know, get people to, you know, come into the church, meet some people, uh, feel like they're part of the family because they are. And it's just one of those things that we do to help people do that. So if you're a new guest or if you know of a new guest, man, bring them back for guest meal next Sunday. Also, I want to mention child dedication is next Sunday as well. So if you've got a small child and you want to dedicate them to the Lord, it's a little ceremony that we do. We just pray over the child. Uh, you know, the church agrees to just helping you and standing by your side as you raise this child in the way of the Lord. And it's a fun opportunity to invite the family, your family, friends, come and see your baby and just pray over your child. So if you or, or you know of a family who wants to do that, reach out to a pastor. Just come and find us in, in, in one of the lobby areas and we'll get you connected to that. Um, also, if you got kids next Sunday, man, we've got a busy Sunday next Sunday, Nerf war for the little kids rc kids it's a it's a it's a nerf gun war boys versus girls it's gonna be a super fun time man so invite your friends invite your neighbors who've got kids they're gonna love it and there's gonna be a one lucky kid that's gonna get a huge like bazooka nerf gun it's gonna be an amazing thing so invite your friends and family to that man lastly uh, so we just got done with the uh, give up series a few weeks ago um, and we had like a, a little challenge for us at the end, the God's guarantee, right? Guaranteeing to tithe. And, and man, me and my wife decided to do that. And let me tell you, man, we went over the numbers this month and we we're like, wait, we gave how much this month? Like it was, it was, we had never seen a number that big, but we looked at our finances and we were in the green. Like it made no sense. It was, yeah. It was incredible. I mean, only God, God's guarantee, man. And, and not only with that, man, we've, we've seen God's blessing in our lives um, in, in, in other ways, man, that it's, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. Um, so, man, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, I just want to let you know that there's a few ways that you can do that. The first way is in person via the seat envelopes in front of you, and you can drop them off in a bucket on your way out. Uh, second way to do that is online. Visit renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting give. 786-565-1165. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for what you're doing, God, for who you are. God, we pray for this offering this morning. God, bless it. Use it for your purposes, God. Continue to bring people to you. Uh, we pray for these people, Lord, as they worship you in this way. Bless them, Father. You know the needs that they that they have. You know the miracles that are that are that are needed from you, God. Show them how good you are, Lord. We pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. And that is it. One last thing. Do not throw your communion cups in the offering bucket, please. It happens every Sunday. Love you guys. See you next week. Thanks,